Uh, this is Houston. Uh, say again, please. Houston, we have a problem. Okay. Here's the deal. I'm not here to waste your time. Okay? I certainly hope you're not here to waste mine. Let's talk about something important. Put that coffee down. Two little mice found in a bucket of cream. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. Be water, my friend. Welcome to Unstrategic, the podcast about digital strategy. Hey guys, I'm your host, Adam James Lamagna, and today's episode is going to center on exercises that drive design direction. And I've decided to pool a few different exercises together in a PDF to help you visualize how they work. You may have heard of some or all of these exercises that I'll share, but these are direct tactics that you can use to be more strategic in your website or web product creation. You can find the resource on our website at unstrategic.com slash design dash exercises. If you want to stop the podcast to download the resource, please feel free to do so now, but I will be speaking through each exercise and how to perform them with your clients. So what is design direction? Design direction is establishing a creative style and tone, so look and feel, for the design elements of a website or web product. It's also establishing a structure and layout for the web design. So examples include color scheme and font family, imagery, buttons, header and footer elements, page layout, graphics, interactive features, and a lot of these elements can be subjective in nature. One image might resonate with one user over another, and one image might resonate with one stakeholder over another, which is sometimes where we can get into trouble. We can spend a lot of time going back and forth with clients on trivial, subjective elements. So hopefully these exercises should help solidify the direction of design before you start those design cycles. Before we start, I want to talk quickly about the color of the bike shed. Some of you may be aware of this, some may not, but why should we care what color the bike shed is? In short, we shouldn't, and nor should your clients. So there's this website called bikeshed.com that talks about Parkinson's Law of Triviality. Now, Parkinson's Law of Triviality came out in the, the late 50s, early 60s and argued that members of an organization give disproportionate weight to trivial issues, and clients do too. We've all had that client that hates the design because of one single image or a color, even though you've explained that that image or color can be swapped out. Now, we don't want to get caught up in that one tiny detail. And Northcote Parkinson, the guy who invented Parkinson's Law of Triviality, and I just want to say Northcote is a pretty cool first name, he gave the example that centered on a committee's deliberations of building an atomic reactor. And he contrasted that to the deliberations on building a bicycle shed. As he put it, the time spent on any discussions around building an atomic reactor were very minimal because the average stakeholder doesn't understand it. Now on the flip side to that, every stakeholder can visualize a cheap, simple bike shed So planning one can result in endless discussions because everyone involved wants to add their personal touch and contribution. 
That's very similar to design. When you show stakeholders those awesome mock-ups that your team produced, and then one stakeholder gets hung up on one little image or you know one color of a button, it can be discouraging and it can actually be unproductive. So again, I'm hoping these exercises will help get all stakeholders on the same page before you end up exhausting more time with back and forth design cycles. I'm going to break down the design exercises in three different areas. So it'll be objectives, artifacts and tools, and then finally directions. So you'll know what each objective of the exercise is, what artifacts you can use, and for those of you who don't know what an artifact is, they are simply tools like post-it notes, index cards, markers, a piece of paper, etc. And then I'll list out the steps to complete the exercise, which should give you a good understanding of the exercise itself so you can do them with your clients. The first one we'll talk about is called inspirational websites. And this is good for learning clients' likes and dislikes. The objective is to understand what type of websites your stakeholders and clients favor and are inspired by. Hopefully, you'll get a wide range. Now, th really, the only artifact you'll need is potentially a spreadsheet to aggregate all the websites if you have lots of stakeholders. The directions are really simple. The first thing is you just ask everyone on the client side of the project team to send you their favorite inspirational websites. You can do this over email. Now, you do need to tell them not to discuss this among themselves, and they can send whatever types of websites they find inspirational. It does not have to be a website that's in their industry. And just note that this should give clients their individual voice, which is why they should not discuss this with their coworkers. It will also tell you how they interpret your ambiguous directions because you just tell them to send you inspirational websites. They could send a, a, a web product or a mobile app. They could send you an e-commerce site, a blogging site, and then aggregate all of those to get a feel for the types of client stakeholders you're working with. One thing to note here, guys, is that these exercises are not in any particular order. You don't have to do them in the order that I'm explaining them, but you know there are certain times to do certain exercises which I'll bring up. So for example, the inspirational websites, I like to do that before the first discovery meeting because that will give me an opportunity to understand what client stakeholders like before I even meet them in person. This next exercise can be a fun one to perform. It's called the 20-second gut test, and I usually like to perform it during the first discovery workshop. It's good to get a client team's consensus on design, especially if there are lots of stakeholders, because it can help you gauge what website designs the majority of the client team likes. You will need some artifacts before the discovery meeting, so the first is a scale sheet. This is a piece of paper with the alphabet listed down the left side, and each line has a scale of one to five on it. Now, you will also have to put together a slideshow of about 26 website screenshots. Notice that 26 is how many letters are in the alphabet. There should be a wide variety of different screenshots and websites that consist of inspirational websites, competitive, and miscellaneous sites. You will have to pass out a copy of the scale sheet 
to each team member, and then you will instruct them that you're about to share a slideshow of 26 websites. There will be a letter that corresponds to each slide, and you will need to rate each screenshot from 1 to 5, 1 meaning that the client strongly dislikes the design, and 5 meaning that the client absolutely loves the design. So tell participants there will be no going back on any of the slides and that they have 20 seconds to rate each design of each screenshot. Now once you go through your 26 or so screenshots, collect all the papers, put all the answers into a spreadsheet and see which top three designs there were and which bottom three designs there were. Now we have some consensus on design direction for the whole group. The third exercise is called HMWs or how might we's. The objective here is to get conversations started about design, process, and features around a website or web product. I usually perform these in the same discovery workshop as the 20-second gut test. Now, the artifacts you need are simple, just post-it notes and, and markers, basically, for your clients. First, ask team members to write down different ideas, desires, thoughts, concerns when it comes to the website or web product, like, you know, we want our users to improve their mental and emotional health at work, or we want our users to sign up for our email newsletter after they've read our blog post on XYZ. Now write all of these ideas, desires, thoughts, and concerns on post-it notes and tape them to the whiteboard or wall. Then take each of those cards and rephrase the idea, starting with HMW, how might we? So an example would be how might we improve our users' mental and emotional health at work? Or how might we get our users to sign up for our newsletter? And then you want to open the table for discussion. This is really just a simple way to turn an idea or desire or want from your clients into a rephrased question that will open the table for discussion. The fourth exercise is called card sorting, and I'm sure a lot of people have heard of card sorting. So basically the objective of card sorting is to find a consensus on navigation, page hierarchy, and or the look and feel of the website by lumping information into groups or categories. So the artifacts you need are post-it notes and or index cards and then markers, pens or pencils. Now the directions, you, you wanna ask the client team a question on whatever organizational challenge you're trying to solve. So it could be something like, what information do you want the user to know on the website? Or what feeling do you want the user to get while they're viewing your web product? Tell the team to write down a succinct amount of information on each card. Now each team member should write down their answers individually. And then once that's complete, You'll want to start sorting the cards with the whole group into categories, buckets, or themes to get consensus on things like information architecture or what tone and message the client team is trying to convey on the website. Remember to keep a handful of blank cards available because more things might crop up while doing the exercise, but it's a great way to get a larger group on the same page about the things that need to be conveyed in the design or on the website. next exercise is called cover story and this can be a lot of fun too because it's good for expansive thinking about the website the project the organization 
The objective here is to understand the client's vision about the future state of their website or web product and how that impacts their company. So the team members need to pretend they ended up on a magazine cover. And, you know, they ended up on this cover because the project that you did for them was so spectacular that Time Magazine or whoever just had to write about it. So you will need some prep work for this, and the artifacts should be a large-scale template of cover story. I've included a picture of what that looks like in the resource, but please note that this exercise is taken directly from the book Gamestorming. I've included a link to that website because there are lots of other really cool exercises to do. And then you'll also need a pencil, a pen, or marker. Now, in order to explain this without a visual, you will just need to know the sections or areas that should be discussed with your clients and ultimately filled out. So you'll need to explain to the team that there has been a magazine article written about their company because of the web project that's been done and how awesome that web project turned out. Now ask the team to imagine the best case scenario and fill out the following sections. So the first one is the magazine cover itself, and this will tell the world what they've accomplished. What magazine is it? What picture is on there? What quotes are pulled from there? Is there a headline on there? And then there's going to be a section on specific headlines, and that's going to convey main themes of the cover story. There will also be a section called sidebars, which reveal interesting details about their story. You're going to have certain quotes that are worth noting about the story. You're going to have a section called brainstorms, which should document initial ideas for the cover story. And then finally, you should have images that can support the content with illustrations. Now, this exercise can get clients really excited about starting projects, and it can also help with understanding a little more about how the clients envision their website will turn out, which can obviously help with things like design. The last exercise I'll discuss is called Crazy Eights. And this is fun, fast, and it gets the creative juices really flowing. The objective here is to get a number of ideas quickly on how to display or showcase a feature, element, or process on the website or web product. The artifacts needed are just regular sheets of paper, uh, pens and or pencils, and a kitchen timer. The first thing is to fold a regular piece of paper into eight sections. Choose a feature, element, or process on the website that can be designed in different ways, and then tell the team they have eight minutes to sketch eight different variations of the feature, element, or process. Then you'll want to start the timer and let everyone start sketching. Now once the timer ends, the sketching stops, and you can always tape all the sketches to the wall, and the team can come around and vote on them. These are exercises that are actually called museum art and dot voting because you can give your client team dot stickers that they can stick next to a variation of the design. But the purpose of Crazy Eights is to get things moving and get ideas out there quickly. Your client will like this and it doesn't matter how good the sketch looks. It's about fueling ideas for the website or web product. And guys, just one final note, design can be a tricky discipline to navigate, especially with determined clients, but by doing these exercises, your clients will feel like they've been heard and there will be the spirit of collaboration between you and them. As always, I hope this episode was helpful. 
please rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and now we are on Spotify. And please tell your friends about us. If there's any topic that you want to learn more about, please reach out to us on social or email, all right? I'm your host, Adam James LaMagna, and we will be back in a few weeks with a brand new episode. Cheers. Cheers.